0: Hi guys, and welcome to Curls and Coffee, where we discuss some fun topics that maybe you should try discussing around the breakfast, lunch, or dinner table with your friends or even your family. Today, I'm gathered here with my friends, and we're going to be talking about being in interracial relationships. So to start, my name is Sydney, and I am white, and I am dating Josh.
1: My name is Kim, and I'm Jamaican, and
2: I'm dating Nick. I'm
3: Nick, and I'm Filipino.
1: I'm Anna, and I'm white,
4: and I'm dating Lucas.
5: I'm Lucas, and I'm half Italian, half Trinidadian. And I'm Josh, and I am Guyanese and dating Sydney.
0: Awesome. So I thought it'd be a fun topic to kind of discuss, because there's lots of things that people don't understand about dating within an interracial relationship, um, whether that be that it's very visible or it's not really visible at all. So to begin, I'm going to ask a fun question that's going to be, have you ever had any positive or negative experiences being in an interracial relationship? And what's that kind of looked like?
2: Do you want to say it? I, th- I think the best thing for me is uh, knowing that when it comes to food, our cultures culture like, a- has a lot of similarities. So, like, our moms was able to kind of connect on, like, because, like, I guess both our moms really cook for the family. So... Um, it was really nice knowing that we have a lot of similarities, but like our mannerisms and like how we act are really different. So it's, it's cool knowing that we have things to connect on naturally, even though we're interracial, but we have a lot of differences too.
1: Yeah. It's like every day is almost like a learning experience. You get to learn more about another person's culture without actually having to like do research or anything like that. You're just kind of like having like conversing. Yeah. Like, Hey, like, you know what, this is my cultural food, cultural food, or like, this is what... Um, we like to do on certain holidays or whatnot, so I just find it... There's never really a dull moment, like, you're always learning.
5: Yeah. Is there anything that's ever, like, caught you off guard, where you're like, what the heck, like, that's something you do, or... Oh, <sighs> that's a... Uh, oh, <laughs> uh
2: I guess? I guess for me is, like, how extreme some of our food is. Like... She'll, she'll look at some of the things that I eat and thinks it's really weird, but then I look at the things that she eats, and I'm like, how would you eat that?
3: Yeah,
1: like, um, your dish didn't go on, didn't go on with the, uh, pork's blood. Yeah. That I was, like, I was like, that's interesting, but I'm down to try it, but I was, I was thrown off by it at first.
2: Yeah. And then with her, she has things that's called cow's foot, but then she also makes gel out of it, and it's literally feet of cows, so like, how the fuck? <laughs> oh am i all that's i'm sorry no, no you're it's good okay, but okay. yeah i just i find that really weird but it ended up being really good mm. i don't know i guess with like you guys you guys it's probably a big shocker for you Sid. like
0: you yeah know. so coming from like a white household into a Guyanese household there's a lot of this entirely a different scene like the way that my parents even just behave and like treat me compared to the way that josh's parents like treat him is completely different so it took a lot of me like learning different mannerisms and kind of how like my role is going to play into that position was a lot like was a learning experience for me and I also wanted to try to understand his culture as best that I could because I don't I didn't want to seem like I was being like not culturally aware of everything that kind of goes on within Josh's household and like I, but it's not, like, it's bad, like, a lot of the times, we have a lot of fun with it, it's kind of, at most times, funny that, like, I don't know certain things, and I think they're kind of happy that they get to kind of explain that to me, like, there's lots of different foods that, um, are called different things in Guyana, so, when they refer to, like, what is this, like, this vegetable, and it's, do you remember know what I'm talking about? No?
5: No, I'm not sure, but... There are certain things that we do refer to that you might not know about. Yeah. I guess you're thinking of something that we might call different.
0: Yeah, like they have a dish called pumpkin, but it's not actually made with pumpkin. It's made with squash. Um,
5: Oh,
2: yeah.
0: (laughs) So that's kind of like a tricky (laughs) um, little play on stuff. But I feel like I'm really thankful that i have gotten to really be connected with josh's culture because made me a lot more aware of lots of other cultures in general how
1: about you
5: yeah that's pretty good no i'm like in terms of like physically seeing how other people react to how we are in public like when means to go to the mall or something and it's a mall filled with like older white people we'll sometimes get the We'll get the look, because I'm pretty dark, and Sid's fairly white, so when we go, we get that look from older people, and they're like, ooh, is this okay? And we get, like, this kind of 10-second stare, and then we kind of stare back, and it's it's pretty funny when they go, oh, oh, I'm staring, I'm staring, and then they look away. Yeah. So, I don't know, that's pretty funny, but in terms of, like, meeting your family, nothing was really different since, of course, I was raised in Canada, so... Yeah. Nothing was really different. Like there wasn't like a a culture shock or anything no. that I found was like off putting. I guess that's just because I've been educated through like other friends that I've had going over to their houses, watching like shows and things. Like it's nothing was out of the out of the blue yeah. for me. No, I don't know. So I never experienced anything that was like off putting or something I didn't understand. I was just like, oh yeah, that seems pretty normal.
0: No, yeah, it, yeah I think that we definitely had lots of like benefits to. Dating like someone that's not the same culture as you because we both get to learn new, th- like, just like you two were saying, we get to learn new things all the time. Going over to our less visible <laughs> interracial couple. <laughs> well,
2: i no, I was gonna, well, we we're talking about like what's the benefits, yeah, or, like I, the worst thing. I was gonna say, like, worst thing with you is because, like, okay, so for Lucas and Anna, they're both fair skinned. <laughs> So you wouldn't think that they're interracial, but, like, Lucas is, like, his dad is Italian and his mom's got Trini, so, like, your dad does some Italian stuff that's, like, true-blood Italian. So, like, that's, and Italians would be, like, really proud of their culture, too, so, but I feel like sometimes we associate, like, Europeans culture all under like white category but it's very different too yeah yeah so like i was wondering if like you experience anything that like his dad or his mom does that you're just like not accustomed to
4: um in my family we're just kind of a mix like we're mostly scottish but like it's not a big cultural stress that we have anything like specific that we do so having anything specific at all like food wise and like just tradition-wise, mm-hmm. like, your mom would ask me, like, what we do at my house, and it's just different. Um, That's just cool, mm-hmm. but it's not, like, oh.
3: Yeah, like, my mom has become tradition. Like, she wasn't like that before, because even her parents are mixed. Um My mom has had to become tradition, because, like, they didn't accept her at first. Like, my my dad's family, like, I remember, like, one of his aunts whispered in her ear at their wedding, She's like, this isn't going to last, you're not Italian. Like nobody here likes you that kind of stuff like that um so she's forced herself to like learn how to cook like every kind of italian dish and just because my dad again he has the jesus piece like white beater chest hair flying out like he's very italian so and she just tries to you know she loves him so she's gonna do whatever she can to really cook that kind of food but we still have like all kinds of random stuff like i'll have a you know just all kinds of curry like she forces him to eat that so it's just like i'm just used to it so like already even going to your house, your mom cooks very diverse foods, I feel like. We had, like, Korean chicken the other day, like... Yeah. Even then, yeah, yeah, oh, she tries oh, tries, Like, Oh, no, she's killing it, yeah. Oh!
0: I feel like this might be a good time to kind of segue into this question, but has there been, like, when you're meeting families, was there, like, a shock initially that you, you got, like, when you brought your oh, significant other home, that first, like,
5: Introduction to, feeling? this is my girlfriend, or this is my boyfriend, like, oh,
1: hi! <laughs> like,
5: was there... <laughs> And it's, just, it's always, like, not awkward, but, like, you're nervous at first.
3: But, yeah, I noticed, like, just my family very loud. My family.
4: Yeah, but I like
3: it. Yeah, no, no, it's just very different, yeah. like. Yeah. If you compare the households, my family is ten times louder. Yeah. And I
4: love going to your house because it's louder. <laughs> like, um,
2: yeah, that has a lot to do with, like, cultures, too, in my opinion. Because, like, with Kim's parents, um, they're really conservative. And although, like, my parents are Filipino, like, we have conservative things, we're not. So, just the way we went about accepting our relationship was really different. Like, mine was something more of, like, I just told her, like, this is my girlfriend, and this is someone I love. And, like, they accepted her. But when it, when it came to, like, her parents, it was, like, a process. Yeah. It wasn't, like, anything bad, but it just took time.
1: For to, them to come around to To come around idea. to it, yeah.
2: yeah. Like, it's just, I guess it's not the idea of, like me as a person but it's just the idea that
1: of me their having, daughter
2: having a boyfriend is like yeah. that's mm-hmm. like not taboo but just like wh- like why it's very
1: much so shocked because yeah you, you are also my first boyfriend so the first person that i brought home so it makes sense as to why they were kind of skeptical but um it's just i feel like also cultural just they're also very conservative
5: yeah. do you
0: feel like him being filipino like had any further shock to like bringing him home or like he was kind of like oh like
5: Yeah, like, for background, are both of your parents Jamaican? Both of my parents are Jamaican. Okay, so... um,
1: are they surprised? (laughs) They honestly weren't surprised. (laughs) Like, they're just, like, oh, okay, cool. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: true, because, like, in my culture, like, if my... Both my parents are Filipino, and if they were, like, the traditionalists, like, I'm not allowed to date black people. Like, that's just not a thing that we do in our culture. Because for us, we're all about, like... We're a minority race. So to us, it's like the lighter you can get, the more accepted you are and the better you can get. So like we live in a country that's like sunny, like 320 days of the year. So like being dark is natural. So like the more light you are shows like you're wealthier and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you end up breeding with someone that's white. It's like, wow, like, okay, now your, your children is like Filipino, but they also like are lighter. So like they're better. So like going against the grain and dating someone black is like. In our, in my culture's eyes, it's like what, like why would you do that? That's like mm. that's putting yourself in a worse position.
1: Yeah, it's almost seen as like taboo, almost.
2: Yeah. So our showing my girlfriend to like some of my other aunts and uncles that are more traditionalists is hard, but to my parents are okay. But to Filipino culture, yeah, it was like something that like I I picked like the last person. Anyone else would be better than a black person in our in my culture. Mm
3: -hmm. yeah so
5: do you think having that like being raised up with that or knowing that in the back of your mind you were kind of like yeah fuck the fuck the tradition like yeah like
2: for context too i also have dreadlocks even though i'm full filipino and um it's just something like my mom grew up like in the ghetto but like here in canada so like she grew up with a bunch of black people same with my dad so to me growing up I was, like, kind of around that. Like, they had more Jamaican friends than they did Filipino friends. Just because they felt more accepted with Jamaican friends because our cultures kind of align, but, like, we don't have, like, the stigmas and, like, the political shit about it. So, like, if my parents hung out with other Filipinos, they'd be, like, always, like... There's always background talk. There's always gossip. Mm -hmm. But with, like, Jamaicans, it's, like, they just accept them for who they are. And, like, we we can get along because we get each other's cultures. So, to me, I was, like, always around it. But, like, yeah, it was kind of like a... To me, I wanted it to be, like, a big fu because this is something I loved. Like, I just love, like, just Jamaican culture and, like, other Caribbean cultures. So, it was worth, to me, like, not... Like, yeah, if I have to cut the ties with some of my uncles and aunts, I'm okay with that. And it's nothing bad. Like, it's not like they'll ever disown me, but they just won't talk to me as much. Or they won't really, like, care about me as much. And that's something I'm okay with. Like, that was just something I was, like... Like, I don't talk to them in the first place like that anyway. So, like, if that's what you want to do, then, like, I'm okay with that. I could lose that. No.
0: Cool. Um, so, with me and Josh, do you want to... I, I think it's been interesting for me. It's been a fun time when we have family get-togethers, for sure. It's kind of, like, not in a bad way, but... You're walking into a room with 50 Guyanese people all in a small townhouse, and then there's me, and...
5: <laughs> and it's, like, the one white person. She's literally, like, the sore thumb that stands out from everyone else yeah. at this party. So it's, you so... can't
0: be a fly on the wall. Like, you kind of have to make your way around and, like, say hi to everyone, but i really like it because i'm a hot commodity like oh, i'm gonna I mean, tell I it like <laughs> like josh's
5: um i had an yeah. uncle that came over from Guyana and he was visiting for like about a month and when he met sydney he pulled me aside and he was like congrats brother you got one and i was like, <laughs> he was like yeah you got one you got a white girl and i was like oh my god how are you saying this <laughs> So I yeah, it's definitely something that's very visible obviously. So when we are at family get togethers or I'm introducing you for the first time, it's like the the first thing on people's mind. So obviously that's something you can't just sweep under the rug and then yeah. kinda not address it. It's kinda like, Oh, yeah. so like do you know how to cook this certain food? Or yeah. so like his parents taught you this about our culture or this. So Yeah,
0: and Josh's family like I don't know if you've ever been in a West Indian household, but they are loud and they love to joke. So, like, the jokes, I have yet to meet his mom's side of the family, but I can only imagine the loud and, like, onslaught of jokes that's going to come my way. Um, But I feel good about it because I feel like I kind of went to the situation not knowing if, like, they were going to feel a certain way about kind of being like, oh, like, why wouldn't you get with, like, another West Indian girl or, like,
5: something like that? Um... No, for a lot of my cousins, it is like that. But for my parents, they're pretty relaxed in that sense. They're kind of just like, if this is a good person and they treat you well and you treat them well, if the relationship works, (laughs) like, what's wrong with that? So my parents never had any stigma to me dating someone that is from, like, the West Indies or someone that's more similar to our culture. So that was really good. So it wasn't really... Yeah, like some hurdle you had to jump over to, no, you know, not get at some all. kind of approval.
0: No, not at all. Mm-hmm. They like welcomed me with open arms, which is really nice. Um, same with my parents, though, too. Like, um... Josh isn't the first black boy that I've brought home, so I don't think they were.
3: <laughs> they were initially shocked. Yeah,
5: they were surprised. I walked <laughs> I through the door and they went, "Oh, another one." <laughs> another, one. <laughs> another one this week. What are you doing? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: Uh, it was only one other It was very, yeah, anyways, um, I think my parents are kind of in a similar way. Like, they don't have that kind of, like, oh, you can't be with this certain kind of person just because they're, like, of darker skin color. I don't think that's even, like, a thing that crosses their mind, to be honest. Um, maybe my extended family, like my dad is very like he has a big French side so Montreal, I can only imagine that might be like a bigger, I don't know. But my initial family is very, very accepting, they love Josh. Um, and they don't really even think about the fact that he is us awesome, like dark, obviously, you know, yeah, which is really nice.
5: Yeah,
2: I was, I was gonna ask, like, I don't know if it's like this with you, but like for my culture. Every time someone brings over someone that's white, looks are never a consideration. It's just the fact that <laughs> she's white. Or he's white.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But, like, when you start dating someone in your own culture, everyone has something to say about how that person looks. Like, I don't know. Like, oh, for me, okay. like, if I'm dating another Filipina, yeah. they'd be like, oh, she's actually a prettier one. Or, like, oh, she could do better. Because, like, they, that's all they know. They only know oh, Filipinas. So yeah. they start comparing, like, the looks. Like, every, they'll pat. Like everything, oh, her ears are too big, or her nose is too big, or her lips are too smaller, or whatever this and that. But as soon as you date someone like white or another culture, it's just like, for your case or like my yeah. case, if you bring home a white girl, it's like oh, a white girl, like, <laughs> yeah, oh, it's almost you did, you did white yeah. like you did it like not white? Yeah. But like, when I'm dating someone in my own culture, which is you wanted me to, now I gotta get like. The cream of the, the crop. crop. Like, <laughs> good. Yeah. I don't understand how that
5: works. I just... I never got that. I don't know if it's like that with you, too. I, I think... Yeah, that makes sense. Because a lot of my aunts are really judgmental. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know what it is, but with aunties... Oh, man. They will, like, pick at every little thing of someone that you're in a relationship with. Like... And you don't even talk to them, necessarily. So it's not like you have this, like, connection with them. Yeah. It's kind of just, oh, this is the one? Yeah. this is That's her? Okay. Okay, and then they'll go have their sidecar auntie conversations. Yeah. And then they'll talk to each other and be like, oh, her nose is too big yeah. or this is too big. Always good. in the kitchen yeah. or something. Yeah. It's- yeah. <laughs> at every family gathering, they they're f- never cooking. Yeah. They're, they're never cooking. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the food's already made. We always do potluck. Yeah. But they just around the uh, kitchen yeah. aisle. They don't even eat either. They're just standing the whole time. They, <laughs> they yeah. never
3: do eat. No,
0: but they make you eat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were There's at, um, um, this plate. was so your funny. Your dad
2: does that shit all the time too. My dad? Yeah, makes me eat stuff that
3: I not gonna lie, don't want sometimes. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> okay, bro. Like yo, just I mean, this... mid eating, and he'd be like, "Have some more." I'm like, can I finish this? <laughs> or the cakes that he always gives? Like oh, the bro, bro, yeah. bro, never those cakes. I have seventy-five panettones in my basement. Nobody wants them. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody wants them. Uh, but for
5: that's definitely a cultural guess, thing, though, no. Yeah,
3: It's Italian, I swear it's an one. Italian thing. They always have oh these... mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My grandmother. If you say no, you'll get one. If you say yes, you'll get two. Two
0: how was it with your grandfather meeting Anna
3: and stuff i think my mom broke that barrier i don't think it matters anymore even him he married like my grandmother was maltese so he married yeah he but she's brown but like so it's kind of the same yeah so that worked out more like and plus both of them moved away like from their home countries so they're alone in canada i don't think anybody was judging for them Mm -hmm. so i think that's more understanding Especially even my uncle married a white girl, yeah. So it's not, I don't think it was an issue. You didn't even question it.
0: Given that you guys, like, obviously you're both more fair, was, now that, like, Nick was bringing up looks and stuff and, like, kind of taking out, like, the aspect of it like visibly being like you're in an interracial like relationship was there any judgments that your family's made being like oh she's so pretty or he's so handsome or oh like his nose is too big or like
3: oh damn i got
0: called.
3: call no no (laughs) he has a big nose
0: like that but was there any you know oh. Oh. was there any judgments like either way or like were they like oh I don't know. um
4: after my mom and like in my family my my mom's opinion matters the most and she's like oh no he's really nice like i like him he's cute Aww. and i was like just the end of that conversation.
3: My nonna said you were nice and you are beautiful, but mm. oh, she also doesn't speak English, so I, those are the only two words she meant. <laughs> 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 she know, she meant it. Can you just give that compliment and take it away? No, 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 she speaks English. Very, very, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> no, she, she said you were very nice. Uh,
0: my next question um, is a kind of like a shooting far ahead kind of question. um if you say we have children, okay, and are couples, how would you feel um, bringing an interracial child into the world?
2: <clears throat> oh, God. That's tough. Yeah. I've thought about this a lot.
0: Yeah.
2: Like, for me, <sighs> since I'm, I am fear, like pure Filipino, it's easy to pick up on the culture. Because if I go back home, it's just to the Philippines. If I'm eating food, it's just Filipino food. If I need to learn a language, just to go, like, it's just it's, a it's Like, it's through and through, like, everything I do. But then, like, mm-hmm. a 50-50 down the middle, it's so tough because, like, as we're dating right now, I'm learning... My only priority right now is learning everything about her culture. And literally, her priority is learning everything about my culture. Mm-hmm. And that's because, like, I want to be part of her life. So I'm trying to learn everything about it. And then she's trying to be part of my life. But, like, for us, our pri- like, we're always from our ethnic roots. Like, I'm yeah. Filipino at heart. So nothing will trump being a, f- like, beating Filipino food. Even though I love Jamaican food, nothing's gonna beat Filipino food to me. Same with her. Nothing's gonna beat Jamaican food, even though I could mm-hmm. give her, like, some really good Filipino food. But then I thought about, like, when they bring, like, an interracial, like, person to the world, they're so dead 50-50 that not only do they have to choose to be proud of both, or they could choose to neglect both. Like, it, there's mm-hmm. there's no right or wrong in that. But I think it's, Or they could choose to, like, just like one. I, like, we can't force both onto them. Mm. But I would like them to have both. But with that brings twice as much learning, twice as much confusion about yourself. Because...
1: Yeah, based on, like, appearance-wise, like, if they take more of, like, the black side, it's your... Now them, if they're looking at themselves in the mirror, they're like, okay, I look more black, but, like, how do I relate if I relate more to the Filipino side? Like... There's yeah. almost, like, a sense of, like, fear of rejection from that side yeah. of you.
2: And, like, you create things. Like, for us, like, Kim has really, really curly hair. But I have straight hair. So then, like, our child could kind of have, like, this semi-wavy hair or whatever. Like, it could be a hairstyle that's not either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then now you're in this weird crossroad where it's just, like, you learn to love yourself. But then you get confused with, like, what to value about your ethnicity and yeah. your background and it's like it's, because, it's a toughie
1: yeah, yeah. Like, it's hard even for like as parents to just try and like guide your child on a path where they can still feel proud about both cultures but also help them figure out where they are in terms of their identity which side they might identify with if it's like either the filipino or the jamaican side or both yeah. so it's like i feel like the guidance part two is a little bit difficult
5: yeah and how do you equally distribute both cultures onto This one person, because it's not been done for you. For you, it's been one culture, right? Yeah, you're both of your parents are Filipino, and then both of your parents are Jamaican. So how do you equally distribute these two cultures into one person now? And like for me too,
2: like my family's way bigger than hers. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's, it's more probable that that child would hang out more with Filipinos than they will Jamaicans, Mm -hmm. just because she has an uncle, she has a cousin. But I have like twenty six cousins and thousand. Like I have so much family here that it's like. It's so much easier to, like, get in tune with, like, your Filipino side Mm -hmm. than the Jamaican side.
1: So then that makes one of the parents, depending on the circumstances, um, that you really just have to push. And it's just all about exposure at Mm -hmm. the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Just, like, exposing your child to an array of things and just trying to guide them as best as you can.
2: Like, yeah, yeah, I guess for you guys, like, I don't know. Have you ever thought about that, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: No, I think we...
0: Had a difference, like we've had different opinions about it, but I think it kind of made us like really think harder on it. I was like, not, I didn't think, I was thinking on the subject, and I was like, oh, maybe because the kid has two different, like, cultures within them, it would give them an opportunity to be a part of more. Yeah. But then Josh, like, came back at that and was like, I think it would just mean that they don't fit in anywhere. Like, yeah. they don't fully fit in as a Guyanese person because they're half white, and they don't fully fit in as a white person because they're obviously not fully white. Yeah. Um, and then we're just kind of trying to... Then for parenting-wise, it's like, okay, how are we going to handle these different situations that could come up where they're, like... One, they're, like, upset because they weren't included in, like, this group of Guyanese people because they said that the, the person was white or light-skinned yeah. and, like, only oh, they wanted to hang out with white girls, but then the white girls were, like, mean to them because, or, or white boys, boy or girl, I don't know what's gonna happen, but they didn't want them to be there because they weren't fully white because we both have experienced things in our lives where we've witnessed that kind of disclusion take place.
5: Yeah, especially within kids, right? Because kids, they don't have this full sense of like compassion and empathy yet. It's kind of just do whatever helps me fit in at this point in time, right? They just
1: take things at face value. It's like whatever I see is kind of like where I will categorize. And you're drawn to similarities. Mm. So
0: if you're looking at people you're looking for like the way that you talk about you're looking for that one person where you're kind of like okay
5: yeah so like what sid's talking about is like this one time we went to the movies and we went to watch bohemian rhapsody and we kind of went a little like up more towards like a countryside movie theater and when we went in there we walked in and it was just all white people like in the yeah in the seats and i was like oh this is interesting and it was like all older white people right because they're there to see queen right they're there to see freddie mercury So it was all older white people, and I was like, this is very interesting. So, like, that walk, just going up the stairs to the middle row, holding hands with Sid, and having all those Uh eyes just looking at us, like, who is this? this?" I was the one color person. There were, like, a couple Asian people in there. So it was like, this is is very, a little off-putting, right? So in, like, situations like that where you're kind of, you don't fit in in a specific spot, like, what do you do? Like...
0: But I'm also kind of hoping that you know now that looking at all of us like even though you know some of us aren't in the most visible of relationships that is interracial, if we're moving to a future where everybody is mixed, that promotes more opportunities for those kids to kind of have people that are like them um I think that could be also really cool, obviously, this doesn't take place everywhere, like you have people that live farther like up north or like out in different provinces and like the number of colored people out there is a lot different, but in a place that we are here in Toronto, I think that the amount of interracial relationships is continually growing. So it could mean that there's more opportunities for interracial kids to kind of have buddies. I don't
1: think so. Yeah,
2: uh, so I guess I guess moving to you, like we're talking about parenting, but like you're the only one here that is a product of an yeah, actual yeah. interracial relationship. Yeah, yeah. So like, obviously in your household, like it's not read through and through but like like what was it
3: like what do you feel like it was like honestly i i think because i come across as more italian especially by my last name so like the italian kids and european kids would flock to me when i told people i was trini they nobody believed me yeah but when they did finally find out like when they would meet like my grandfather like my mom or something like it was like a weird like a newfound respect it was actually yeah. only the light skinned like the mixed kids that were nice to me. When that dark skinned kid found out like I was training, they were, like it was always like big hugs, like yeah. Br- my brother. Like <laughs> yeah. their moms are so nice, like ten times nicer to me. Like they were treating like their son. So I it, you don't really have one place to fit in. Like I can see how it's kinda like if you have so many places to fit in, it's kinda diluted where you never like kinda like Yeah. It's like having so like twenty friends, you know? You yeah. don't really have any close friends. Exactly. Yeah. But you're friends with everybody but nobody knows who you really are so it's kind of like that where you do fit into different places because you kind of understand different cultures and everything and it's easier to understand somebody else's culture because like you're constantly like going around yeah things. you're you're around so it at all you can kind of just you learn how to just fit in wherever you go i was gonna say one thing too like like you brought up like your
2: last name but that's the same with me uh-huh. like i get like black people all the time like just saying Patwa all of a sudden just because of my hair but like i'm i have nothing to do with jamaican culture but, like, because I adopted mm-hmm. the hair, like, as a symbol, like, all of a sudden, even though I was not, they just think, like, I'm, like, part of their culture.
0: Yeah, like, have people ever come up to you that are, like, Jamaican or, like... All the time, yeah.
2: all the time. Like, mm-hmm. it's either white people are fascinated by it or just some Jamaicans that are, like, oh, like, you you practice, like, being a Rasta and all that stuff, and they'll, they'll, they'll start speaking patois. and I'm, like... It's just crazy, because, like... Like, for you saying, like, this your last name, but, like, you are still, like, Trini. Mm-hmm. Like, but just because of your last name and because of my hair, like, people just, uh, like, they don't assume, but they just associate us
3: with that. Well, I stopped saying sudden. it, too, just because no one believed me. Like, I didn't really feel like pulling up videos. But, yeah, the same like with, with me. Like do I don't have to prove it to you. Like, this is what I am. I don't have to prove anything to you. Yeah, and so no, i like, I don't have to. That's
0: hard, too. Like, you, because, like, you don't people look it.
3: People at Like, laugh at it. It. Like yeah. Laugh in my face. Yeah, and be like, no, you're not. <laughs> And then walk away like, and I was just like, okay. Yeah.
2: And that's what it boils down to, like, we had another conversation, but to me, what it boils down to is like, you just being comfortable in your skin. And there's always going to be people that judge you, but like, Mm -hmm. being comfortable in your skin is, is more to anyone. Because no matter how much you conform to whatever, there's always another bipartisan party that's going to think differently about you. Because you conforming is you moving to one side. And we're, we're really in a circle. So no matter which side we're moving, we're, being further from the other direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you can't, you can't do anything to please one, anyone in this world. Yeah. And I think that's like the thing with all of our interracial kids. If you have anything is like, they, they, instead of them being like in a linear line, like all of us as one culture, it's like a linear line. Now they just, it just turns into a circle. And like, now yeah. it's just like, if you're going to go this, you start doing this, you're, you're taking away from that. Yeah. And you start doing this, you're taking away from
1: that. Yeah.
2: It It's, it's, it's near to find,
1: like a, a balance really.
2: Yeah. And it's, I don't know. I, I guess I've never been bothered by it.
1: Mm-mm, no. But I... <sighs> it's definitely something... As like, a parent, tricky. like...
2: As a parent, though, like, I think it's just the childhood phase that worries me.
1: Do you think yeah. that looking... Okay, so let's say,
0: you know, you have your kid. And that kid, not only does that kid fully not represent both, um, like, both of their backgrounds, but they don't really look identical like to you. Yeah. They look like a combination of both of you. So... Like, for me and Josh, for example, Josh is, like, a lot darker, obviously, and I'm super pale, so our kid is probably going to be, like, right in between the both of us, maybe yeah. looking, like, Spanish or something like that, just for reference, because Josh does have a uncle, right? Your, what is it, Un- uncle, big guy, tall guy, big beard.
5: <laughs> uncle Mark. <laughs> yeah? I don't know, but when you're, fair, like, fair-skinned, and, like... Most people that are like fair skinned, like my uncles and stuff, they don't look Guyanese. Yeah. But they also, like, they don't look black, they don't look Indian. Like, yeah. they kind of look like some kind of Latin mix of something, right? So.
0: As a parent, what does that make? Like, would you feel a way about that? Like, would you be like, like, I don't know, not in a bad way, but like looking at your child, would it be kind of like a weird thing that they don't look identical? Like,. And that, like, skincare or... No, for me, I
5: wouldn't look at them any, like, different because I'm like, oh, this is my child. Like, I made that. What? So, for me, I wouldn't look at them, like, any different. It would just be... I'd just be worried for when they are going out into the public, like, on their own, and they have to kind of speak for themselves and defend themselves, and they may not have, like, the proper knowledge or the proper understanding of, like, both of their backgrounds, or they may not know, like, how to fit in with certain groups so that's the only thing i'm worried about like sending them off and you're like okay go be free go find people that you mesh well with I, and
2: yeah i think that's form like relationships a, i think that's a change though like for first generation first generation interracials that like both us and our child would have to do is like i don't know if you guys but like i feel like i don't have to put effort into learning my culture because i'm always around it and it's always there yeah like i don't have to like read about it and i don't have to yeah. like feel obligated to because like to me i'm like through and through no one thinks anything different no one thinks and to me i'm around it so it's just like but then now like as a parent i just feel like obligated to learn it 200 percent more than i've been for the last 21 years of my life Mm -hmm. so that they feel like they have enough but like then it gets weird because like why have i my never like in my life ever questioned to like learn my culture more than i do but like all of a sudden i have this child and i just want him like to be like To know everything.
5: Yeah.
2: And I I think it's weird because, like, if you told me now, like, I have to learn so much about my culture, I would feel less inclined to want to because it feels so much pressure. And now we're talking about a kid, even though we're doing it, like, preventatively, like, we want them to feel like they want to be involved in all that stuff. Like, it's a lot to put a kid through, to learn two cultures thoroughly.
1: I wouldn't necessarily make it so thorough, I would more so just keep it's probably it gradual right? gradual. Just yeah. like as if like I would just be like, Okay, like this is like certain cultural foods for like either yeah. Filipinos or Jamaicans and just kinda ease them into the process. It's <laughs> I would leave majority of it up to them if they wanna dive deeper and if they want if they're curious and ask us yeah. questions then I could be like, Okay, like this is it but I'm not gonna go out of my way to like Absorb all of this knowledge and just shove it down their throats and be like, You have to know this, so you know both cultures. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it give them the opportunity to explore that for themselves. So exactly. That way, they feel like they're kind of like learning it on their
0: own. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think for me, something like that I try to do is like learn like West Indian dishes. So that because Josh, like, one of his favorites is chicken curry, it's like staple, like curry chicken. Okay. okay, my age old debate. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> but Josh is like, he. He's one of those guys, obviously, from, like, growing up, he wants, like, some chicken curry. Yeah. You know, like, once in a while. That's kind of, like, a staple dish. Sorry. Curry chicken.
2: It'd be like that, though. I don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) But, so I've tried to do my (laughs) best to learn that, so that way, like, you know, for us, in general, like, when we, like, live together, I can, you know, help out, and we can do that for, Mm -hmm. make that, so that way, you know, we're still having... That little fusion, like, some yeah. cultural dish. And then we can give that to our kids as well. So that, But I don't plan on, like, only enforcing, like, you know, maybe, like, dishes that, like, my parents make, dishes his parents would make. I think, like, incorporating, kind of like what Anna's mom does a lot, is incorporates a lot of different dishes. Mm-hmm. So that way they're more used to different kinds of cooking.
2: I was going to ask about yeah. that, though. I was going to say, like, for me, like, when I'm, like, if I'm sick... Or if I'm just, like, craving food. If you put, like, a Filipino dish that's my favorite on the plate, even if I'm not, like, hungry for it, I'll eat it. Mm-hmm. But, like, growing up, like, your parents, like, explore everything to, like, show you whatever.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I guess is it, like, your go-to dishes now? I For me, I assume it would be just purely based off taste. Like, just what tastes yeah, the best to you. Yeah,
4: exactly. And, like, they, it's awesome that they want to, like, try all this different stuff and, like, um my brother still she's a subway over everything, it's so boring. But like he, there's just a lot more exposure like to different stuff that I'm like, oh I know what that is, I've tasted yeah. that, like um but we wouldn't have anything like that. Like I don't have anything in my life that I'm like, ooh, that. Yeah. Like, I'm sick, like, I would feel like this. Then I'm like, Well, if I look it up when I'm sick it says I'm supposed to have rice or toast, like yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be like that. Homey food feeling.
0: No, I know. Like Anna's mom is very down to like try making different foods as well. Like I was over the other day, and I was like, "Oh, I don't really like tofu." And she was like, "Have you tried a deep fried though?" (laughs) And I was like, "Oh no, I haven't tried a deep fried." And, And there was a big like laugh. Like the kitchen because oil uh, (laughs) her dad was like i hope you're ready when you come back (laughs) for nine different tofus and one of them you're gonna (laughs) like and i was like i'm sure like i like that (laughs) tofu."
4: because she didn't like tofu so then she's like all right well let's deep fry because i became vegetarian and it just like broke her heart when i was like 13 yeah she's like i want to cook like yeah
2: yeah because to me it's like it's like a buffet it's, like, your life is, like, a buffet in a sense. Like, you just feel, like, obligated. And although, like, I, I don't know. I still try other stuff. But, like, 75% of the dishes is Filipino food. Yeah. It's, like, I don't know, Jamaican mm-hmm. food and stuff like that. So, it's, like, if I was to go in that buffet, per se... I'm only going to the same section every time. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm have access to everything else. It's just like
1: mm-hmm.
2: like to me it's like novelty. It's like no way this place has that. And I'm like, I eat this every day, my mom makes it. But like the fact that this place has it, I want to try it now.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: But like with you, it's like there is no go to. So it's just it's interesting. Not a bad way, but like it's like you just I don't maybe I just don't maybe I should more. I just don't feel obligated to like explore. Mm-hmm. Because I'm so content with, like, the same foods all the time. Or, like, the same cult. Like, I guess, like... Like, everything my family does, I'm just content with. I'm not happy. I don't feel any obligation to be like, Mm -hmm. whoa. Like, try... And I guess that's something now, like, being interracial, you have to go through.
1: But, like... Yeah. I'm kind of... Not the opposite. But, like, I'll... I... My mom, like, predominantly cooked Jamaican food. But then she would always also like incorporate like Italian or um, yeah. Asian cuisine, whatever. Yeah. But my if I'm sick, I go to just my go-to Jamaican soups mm-hmm. or like yeah. I have my, those. That's my comfort food. That's yeah. what I've grown up with. I have like certain like Jamaican dishes that I'll just refer back to if I'm like sick or um, if I'm feeling a certain way or whatever. Those that's just what I go back to. But I've always had like. An array of things, but definitely, like, Jamaican food is my comfort food.
2: No, that's what I was going to say. Like, do you now build your own comfort foods, per se? Like, is there stuff that just to Anna is my comfort food? Because you're not always around, like, same dishes all the time.
5: That it's like, mm-hmm. this is Anna's comfort food. Something that you've just developed. It just be based on childhood oh. at that point.
0: Right? Our next podcast would be Anna's comfort food on frozen <laughs> <laughs> and, <girls> and coffee.
2: <laughs> no, because then it goes to the point, like, if any kids come in the future, no, yeah. that's not their culture. But that's your house's culture, I guess. Like, that's because you, it's something you love and you're going to share it with your kids. Mm-hmm. And it's like...
4: Yeah, um... I feel like now that I'm, like, I moved out for uni, I moved out for my gap year, like, having to cook for myself, those have become my comfort foods. Like, I know how to make my favorite soup, so I think when I had to decide what my favorite recipes were, because I was like, oh, I missed that, I missed that, I missed that, that's when that came out. Yeah. But even, there's not anything that's been consistent enough like that, that it's like, if I think about what did I eat as a kid, I have no idea, like is probably different every week. Like, wow. she was just doing what she felt like. And, like, wow. would just get different cookbooks. Like, oh, I'm going to do this one. I'm going to do this. Like, she would just do what she felt like.
5: Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. That's cool. Now, I'm thinking about, like, my experience. And I probably had chicken curry, like more than it's ridiculous 20,000 yeah. times in know, my like, life it's almost like it
1: becomes like a routine like you yeah. know like every like Sunday or like well, if, every I, if I don't
2: have it for a period of time I'm kind of getting concerned I'm like
1: what happened? to where it where
2: is it like, yeah you yeah.
0: <laughs> know when like when Josh's dad is like gonna be cooking he'll really be like okay guys so like stew chicken or like chicken curry and people yeah. are probably gonna say chicken curry yeah
2: it's, it's, it's weird <laughs> I don't know. It's just... I've never thought of it like that. Because, like, for you, like... You just... I've never felt like... Even... Okay. There's some Filipino dishes that I just don't like. But I've never felt like... Oh. Like, I'm not gonna expel this from my life. Yeah. Like, it's still something I, like, know of. But, like, for you... If you want to make a dish... And it's awful... You n- there's there's there's, there's no attachment to <laughs> yeah. like being yeah. like, hey, like
0: Oh yeah, if I hate
2: it. You hate it, it's gone. Bad. Like there's it's no gone
0: emotional attachment. So you
2: kinda start crafting you know,
0: that's like, really the though.
2: best mm-hmm. of the best for me. And that's something I don't have like yeah. some things like my parents like. So like, we're talking about we have like a fruit salad thing.
3: Yeah.
2: Where it's like it's like this heavy cream. And fruits and, and all that. Condensed and, milk. And condensed milk. And this is my, fav- my parents' favorite dessert. I hate it. But my parents will always make it because my dad loves it. So I can't do anything about it. So if it's in the fridge, I'm like, fuck. Like, there's, no, there's no dessert now. Because they made this big batch and it's just for my dad. And if my dad likes it, my dad likes it. It's not something like, oh, no one likes it, love, it. it's just dad. Like, It's like if dad likes it, dad likes it. And this is part of our culture. So like, yeah. we're going to eat it.
1: It just boils down to tradition. Like you yeah. always have certain foods... On certain holidays, like for, yeah. for, oh, for Jamaicans, Christmas. we have um, rum cake or we it's mm-hmm. it's fruit cake, but oh, it has sorrel. rum in it, and we have the drink sorrel, which is just boiled um, like flowers with mm. ginger, and we just sweeten that, um, and that's something that happens every year, every single Christmas, yeah. and there's not a Christmas that goes by without it. And if you, you have to have yeah, it, if, if you, you hate it or you don't love like it, it, it's always it's there.
5: It. Yeah, it's yeah. always there. That's true. No, like for us, like we have pepperpot. So, again, with, like, like the cow's foot, that's, like, another thing, like, Caribbean culture. Mm -hmm. And then just, like, a big pot of, like, like, a stew, like, a beef stew, almost. And then you just have that with either, like, bread or with, like, roti or something else, right? And that is every single Christmas morning, you're eating that. And you're eating that for the rest of the day because the pot is so big, like, (laughs) it takes, like, a week to finish it. But you
0: have to have it. Like um, I remember must. my first Christmas, I think I ate before I came, and then I was like, "Oh, like you know." And then they were eating, and then I came to the table, and I was like, get, "I was like, oh, I already ate," and they're like, "Oh no 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 no!" Like sit down, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you are yeah. having yeah, pepper too. pot, and I was like, "Okay." That's funny.
5: <laughs> this is the biggest mistake you've ever made.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm not this year. I won't eat. Last year I didn't eat. I'm pretty. I'm.
5: Learned. Um, <laughs> learned I think
0: movie. this is a nice segue into <laughs> our last question, which would be do you guys have any questions that you think would be a good question to ask the group about our topic?
5: Oh yeah, um, if you have any personal questions, like that you want to ask me or Sid, or oh, we have some for you or oh. vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was, I was going to ask you, okay, so like, your dad's full Italian mm-hmm.
2: but have you ever thought that there's some things about Italian culture that you want to learn that your dad may not do or hate and just feel like, oh, what if I love it? About Italian
3: culture? Yeah, because,
2: like, for example, like, there's so much to a culture and you can't learn everything about it. Like, there's so much. There's maybe dishes or mannerisms and different groups of people and stuff like that. And, like, oh, like, I don't like those people, like, the way they act and stuff like that. But, like, just saying, like, I still want to experience it and let me decide if I, like, want to claim that. Like, I want to be part of that. Hmm. Or even certain stereotypes
3: too. Sometimes I was
1: gonna bring that y- up. Yeah, yeah, like stereotypes.
3: There's not really anything I want to do. Like something I don't like is uh, it's very like important about where people sit. In, yeah. in that culture, so like when we go over to my, grandma Norina's house, my dad's mom, uh, it's like an argument every year. <laughs> at the table. People are crying. Kids are yelling. <laughs> it's like this is the man's the oldest son. So my uncle needs to sit at the front of the table because my no-no passed away. So like he takes over his seat. And last year he didn't get to sit there and that was a whole problem. It's yeah. very like who's in charge, who's like the lineage. And I hate that. I've never been a fan of that. Oh, yeah. So that's then like that's like something that you would it. adopt in your household. That yeah, no No, one, no one does not Even yeah. in my house, you, it, there's assigned seats. Like, you know, like I just, yeah, I'm I not a fan so. of it. Yeah. <laughs> everybody knows where their seat is. You know, change that. There's yeah.
1: assigned seats. Really? Yeah. Yeah. we you, do that in my household that. too it's, yeah. but it's just unconscious like we, we just pick a seat and just we just no, stay there no there. there'll
3: be a fight <laughs> well and like, my it's hus- disrespect Wait, so my house is like that but it's you still- know where he sits all the time he sits in front of me
0: oh is that like an unspoken so that was always it's an less- unspoken thing
3: no it's spoken
0: oh it's spoken so- when you go Church.
3: out like when we go to my Nona's house like it's like yo do not sit there yeah because and they're very passive aggressive so it's like do not sit there because he's gonna talk like behind your back to everybody and then I'm gonna have a problem now I'm gonna have a problem with him so at dinner you
0: always sit at the same spot
3: for my family especially me and my brother I, we wait till everybody's seated cause we don't want no problems we'll, we'll sit on the, we'll eat on the couch I like and my brother don't Facts. care we don't care oh where we sit God. like I'll eat outside like it's I'd rather not be there now
0: I'm wondering if do I
3: do sat in the wrong spot no I, I told you I, I think guests are always different you didn't even notice when I did it but I moved the chair for you and I told you to sit for you to sit there
2: I
0: didn't
3: even notice you didn't that
2: know, like, because I'm slick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like my household too. It's not because of reason. It's just my dad always gets the seat facing the TV, <laughs> so he could watch. But like no one else gets that seat. Every other seat is unassigned, mm-hmm. but just as long as my dad can eat and watch TV, mm-hmm. everyone's happy.
1: No, mine's just very much so unspoken or unconscious. Like, even when I come, like, to your place, like, the first time I ate dinner um, around the table, that was been my seat, and I always just go back there. I don't know why. It's just, like, I don't know if it's because of, like, desks in elementary school, uh-huh. and you're, like, assigned a desk, and you're just, like, you're there for, like, the entire <laughs> year. It's just
3: where you're comfortable it's with. It's true.
0: Right when yeah. you, like, I got work, like, at the pool, I have a locker, and that's, like, my locker. Like, because every time I go in, I always go to that locker. I don't just have my name on it or anything, but one day... One day, like, three months into, like, being there, someone <laughs> was using my locker. And I literally have never felt, like, so, like, whoa. Like, my whole yeah, world, like, is stopped. using first... my I was like, wait, locker. I have to do a different locker? Like, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
5: That's the so funny though, no, Because in my house, it's not like that at all. It's kind of just you sit wherever you're yeah. sitting. Like, yeah. for, that, for that evening, you're sitting wherever you're sitting. Is there anything you question about your culture? I, I've questioned shit about my culture before yeah hmm. Anything that I've questioned? Hmm. Nothing that I've like questioned, but just like different stuff that I'm curious about. Like different like as to why they call certain food like backward like there's this yeah. ongoing like debate of like chicken curry or curry chicken or yeah. chicken stew or stew chicken. But like Guyanese people say chicken curry. Yeah. And obviously like with everything else in the world, it's like, oh, do you want to get fried chicken? You don't say, you want to get chicken fried? Yeah. (laughs) But, like, it's like, to Guyanese people, that's what it is. Like, it is chicken curry. It's not curry chicken. What are you talking about? I know. So, that is something I've always been like, why is that backwards kind of thing, like... Why is that something we've just adopted and be like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> like, and don't be questioned. it. Is <laughs> yeah, I think
0: some mean, stuff
5: backwards. Yeah. I think they
0: do it on purpose so they can get some clout for being, like,
5: Yeah, Is there hurt. anything you've noticed, though, like, coming in from the outside, being like, why are you oh, doing so cool. this? Oh, yeah.
0: The way that they say a lot of things, at first, I, like, had to sit back and be like, hmm, you know, like, this isn't the way that, like, everybody else... Like, okay, like, normally when you are leaving the house say like, I'm going to work, I'm gonna take my bag with me to work. But Josh's family says, I'm gonna walk with my bag. And that's the way that they refer to taking their stuff with them. And so at first, I was like, that's really, I first I was like, wait, you're walking with your bag. Like, I I was like, I didn't say anything. But in my head, I was like, what? Yeah. And over time, they all kept saying it. And I was like, this, some, um, this
5: like isn't. Wow, that's some, that's crazy because that's something I don't even notice. But now that you but point you it out, you all do it. But wow, I do it oh, now. Yeah. I'll yeah. say, like, oh, I'm
0: going to walk with this. And then I'll catch myself and be like,
5: whoa. I'm going to take this with, with me. me. Yeah. 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 No, like, even when you call someone from my household and you're like, oh, hey, where are you? And they're like driving or something, just like, oh, yeah, I'm on the road. Or they could be in a store and they'd be like, yeah, I'm just on the road. On the road, yeah. Jamaicans do that. Where? Where? On what road? Yeah. Which road yeah. are you on? Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. you don't need to know the
2: ETA. Just know I'm on, I'm, on, on the so right. I'm going to get there eventually. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: it's just certain things that they say, but they mm. say it in a way that, like, grammatically you're not supposed to say it, but yeah. it's, like, the way that they say it, so it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, like, I've never, like, at first I was, like, what? Like, what? Uh, what? Yeah.
5: Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. But it's interesting. It's
0: so like, I don't know, curry chicken, chicken curry, like, yeah. th- what are you supposed to do? But with things like that, that's where I kind of have adapted these, like, things now where I'm like, I know why I'm saying this now because all of you say it. So <laughs> I just, but I want to, I'm trying to be with you guys. Yeah. So I think I say it. So that way it's kind of like, hey, hey know, like, I'm walking with my bag. Yeah. yeah. You
2: know, one thing too that now makes sense, like, I guess, well, I always knew it, but like, just things like. For you, I know why it's easier to be more Italian than others. Because, like, Italians are, like, the biggest culture I know when it comes to, like, flexing their culture. Number one. Because, yeah. take this in. Italians are the only people that say ciao when they leave. No other culture says bye in their language. Except Italians. To every single person. Yeah. And then you feel inclined to say ciao back
0: or to kiss, is it's it, the
2: it's kiss like it twice, yeah. It's twice, yeah, it's the only culture that will like so seamlessly force it onto other people. Yeah, but it's so easy to just adopt, and it's that's how strong like Italian culture is. And it's just like I always hear all the time. Like if someone is Italian, they always say ciao, and I'm like, do I say ciao? I don't know, like, I don't, yeah. but I've never decided yeah. to say bye in Yeah. <laughs> or, like, how you say, it, like, "buying" in pat or pato, you never, you're know, awesome, never gonna, yeah. if you're talking to That's a white person, they're I'm they're not saying, gonna yeah. be, like, saying it how I say it back home, but, yeah. like, any Italian, doesn't matter who they're talking to, it's ciao, it's ciao, yeah, 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 you yeah
1: you
5: no, to we literally, ciao. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, ciao, <what> yeah. <laughs> I'm <in> the Cunucci, alright,
4: thanks for ordering
5: ciao,
2: it's <laughs> just like uh, I think it's just, like that's crazy how like that culture could be so strong mm. with with like how like how much they love everything about it
5: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah like, enough, like uh, someone like, no, I just, just like nationalism just,
2: yeah yeah it's just weird how like I guess like a dominant culture would take over in that sense
1: I think so yeah
2: yeah like how uh-huh. proud you are in that culture would be the one that you ultimately associate with mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah no, that makes that's sense very
2: true yeah th- The only thing I question about my culture is hierarchy. That's the only thing. I don't know if it's like in yours. But like when it comes to like money generally, there's always a follow suit of hierarchy or what you can say. It's always a follow suit of hierarchy. And I've always hated that. So like for me, my mom is the oldest of her cousins and her and her like line. Mm -hmm. So she's number one respected. Even if my mom has like no information or no clue what the fuck's going on. Everyone has to look at her first for acceptance before raising their voice. Yeah. And then I'm the oldest side of my cousins too. So I will always get first say. Like, doesn't matter. I could be s- like an asshole. I could be so wrong. Every everything has to run through me first. That's just because the next is my sister. She's like six years younger than I have other cousins. I'm mm-hmm. like, like 14 and stuff. So I'm like top dog. And I always hated that because like I'm always all about like I have like things to say. But if I was the youngest I'm the last person in that chain that gets anything to say or any part of it. They just get
5: they absolutely get, shitted on yeah. because they have no say in no anything. No say.
2: And that's how it is, too. Like, even in yeah. my dad, he has seven brothers and sisters. He was the second youngest. So he had the worst, like, so, so there's an example. Like, they would get a KFC bucket, 20 piece. My dad only got the wings because it had to follow by age and who mm. could pick food. You can't be, like, the youngest six-year-old just dro- dropping it. It's always yeah. the dad, then the mom, then the eldest child, and then down. So my dad wow. always got the bucket, like, the barrel. Like, he everything. hands down, everything. It always, it's always a fall of, like, lineage. Yeah. And it's even like that. Like, when I go back home, they'll always do that. And I want to break it. But I can't because then my uncles will be like, like what the Like, what are you doing?
5: So what if, like, you guys are all at the dinner table and... (laughs) I would have to go first. You're waiting to, like, pour a drink or something. And you were like, oh, yeah, I hope you go ahead. No, no. Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting.
2: And, like, where is same with the seating thing, too. Like, where you sit is based on who's closest to the eldest. Mm -hmm. So if it's, like, a long table and, like, my grandma's here, it'll be, like, her oldest, her oldest, and then the three oldest at that. And then it keeps going, like, outwards, 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 outwards
5: yeah so yeah. it starts middle of the table and then middle and then out, out. yeah, but wow. it's
2: it always everything subconsciously falls a hierarchy, and yeah. I hate it especially when it comes to speech because it's just like if I know what like i like what the, exactly we're talking about, but I'm just too young for anyone, it doesn't matter i I don't have credentials in their eyes Wow, and that goes for a lot of things too like power too, like the house who gets it goes to the eldest, even though there's siblings, mm-hmm. it's just the eldest gets it under the name. And then the sibling will be the wisest to figure out what to do with all the siblings. But if that oldest sibling is like selfish, it's just theirs. Wow. Yeah, and that's it's just I've always hated about my culture, but uh, anyone anyone like Filipino like they know like it's it's always like that. So it's this like it's this blessing and a curse being the oldest because it's like you wanted, you you like being first, but you also can't change anything because you're always going to have an older than you like you're always going to have your mom or your your parents or the uncles or grandma until like they all die but at that point i'm so old like what's the point
5: yeah but this is like that pressure on you that you have to be like also like like the most perfect out of everyone else right because you're the oldest you're the wisest yeah you're supposed to make all the right decisions yeah but you're going through everything first right so you're experiencing it first so like my older brother Obviously, he would make mistakes that we would learn from. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, he did this at school. He got in trouble. Like, it goes through the family. Like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, he did this. He did this. Yeah. So it's like, okay, obviously, don't do that, right? But then it's also
2: my responsibility to, like, teach the the
5: younger ones, too.
2: Yeah. Because it's just like, I... That's a problem being the oldest, too, is, like, if this youngest person really fucked up and this person didn't want to directly punish them... They could punish everyone else for not watching the youngest because the youngest is the baby. Yeah. And they they weren't, you know, they're not supposed to be by themselves and blah, blah, blah. Everything's like family, like structure. Yeah. Everything runs through the top and then it falls down.
5: So you have to be looking out for everyone else below because, you. Because... Yeah,
2: because whatever my grandma could think, we all have to support that so that we all as a family are united in like our thought. Yeah. So if, if she says, like, she wants to, like, do this, everyone has to do that. So we are always, as we're, we're always you moving as a unit. Because once one divvy's away, yeah, then the ones younger than them might be influenced. It, it, it gets to a whole tricky
5: situation. That could be, yeah, pretty self-destructive. Because if you think about things like where she is going over and, like, trying to convey stuff that she learned, like, 50 years ago that may be wrong today, yeah. right? It doesn't like, matter. It doesn't matter. And you can't prove her wrong. Yeah. Because... You can't challenge whatever yeah. she's saying, right?
2: You're disowning, like, mm. family. Yeah. It's,
5: yeah. Pretty it's, much. It's like an honor system, then.
2: It's even like, like that with
5: your mom. Yeah. You're
2: not going to tell your mom where she's wrong. Yeah. You might try to subtly convince her.
5: But it's not like, no. You, you can't, can't be miss. like, no. It's not a no. It's a, well, maybe if you look at it from this way. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. she
2: can tell you everything about how you're wrong. Yeah. And you can't say anything. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 that's the only thing I hated about my culture and it's probably like that with yours too Mm -hmm.
0: no it's disrespectful if you say any if you say that they're in the wrong but if they say that you're in the wrong it's it's like it's completely fine but then if they do the same stuff you can't just be like hey uh then it's like oh you're disrespecting
2: me my dad does it all the time like he like there's a problem and he'll cuss me out how the fuck can you do that and you're so dumb blah 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 he makes a mistake very similar he just laughs and, like, expects us yeah. to laugh with him. Yeah. And be like, oh, fuck, this is that. But if I said, like, <laughs> hey, like, there's so many times when I wanted to write the situation that, like, he's yelling me at. Oh, like, I wanted to write everything. So that if the same mistake happens, I pull it up, be like, hey, remember, like, two months ago when you cussed me out? It wouldn't even fly. He'd yeah. be more mad. Then he'd be like, he'd pull so many things, like, oh, blah, 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 this, that. I'm taking this shit away from you. Or Like, get like when you get home, like, it's going to be a world of pain, like, blah, blah. And it's just yeah. like... Uh, I don't understand how we can't, like, I just, uh, it's one thing that's... But it's not, like,
0: that respect where you can kind of talk to them, like, a, like, you're talking to someone, like, a friend, and be like, hey, like, you know, like, you did this, and, like, that probably wasn't... Like, I've noticed that, like, my mom doesn't take criticism well, but if I came to her and was like, mom, I think you did this wrong, maybe at first she wouldn't have taken it very well, but she would listen to me, and she wouldn't, at the same... The way that Josh, likes Josh's mom will be like, that's disrespectful, so you can't talk to me at all. My mom would actually probably hear me out. No.
2: Be- but because of culture.
4: It's because of culture. That's why. Yeah. But that's,
2: even yours is slightly kind oh of messed with me because it's like, you have no consideration when you're telling me the criticism about me. Mm-hmm. But now I have to craft...
5: This How elaborate I talk to way you. to gently Even though you, break it to you, you. You
2: know, yeah. like, with Josh's mom, she'll never listen. You know there's a chance, but you're still following a process of, like, yeah. I gotta say it in this way. No, it's true. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, yeah, I get it. Like, free conversation, like, with some, like, really white people where it's just, like, the kids talk back. Yeah. That's messed up. No, no, no. It's but not it's not also like messed that. up on the flip side where it's, like, the parents can talk back and it, the kids can't say anything. It's not a
5: mutual yeah. respect. It's yeah. one way of respect, and then you kind of have to... Like fish around it Or beat around the bush When you're trying to Correct them on something I know
2: your dad's like that too Like you're not gonna Correct your dad
5: There's no point It's really
3: don't even talk Like
2: Yeah Yeah
1: just accept it Just 6 a.s Move on I
2: I hate that with a passion Cause to me It's I I notice it too Like sometimes Because I've been around it For 21 years I have it in me Because I'm so Mm. used to it So then when there's Someone younger than me I like I'll catch myself I'm like I'm doing the same shit My dad does Like I'll just like Kinda like Dish it on them because it's turning yeah. It, yeah and it's just because i can't do anything yeah, about learned, it it's a
1: learn it's a learned behavior at the end it's, of the day, so something you're surrounded by all the time. So it's
0: just on us to try to correct as much as we can and catch it and when catch. you're doing. <laughs> yeah. it. But like me and Anna have talked about this, where we awareness awareness of like when we're doing behaviors that we don't like in our parents, and then trying to like fix it so that because mm-hmm. we don't like it. So obviously, it's not going to benefit anybody else yeah. if yeah. we don't like it.
1: It's just difficult because you've just it's, it's been learned you. for so long. It's you all know? you know. It's all you know exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's, it's hard that I have a... Co- I had a conversation with my dad about this because he was saying... So, my dad gets very, like, angry at things. But, like, his whole thing is, like, when I get angry, I'm angry for a reason. And his his only... The only root of his angriness is, is if people he loves are in a state of pain. So, for example, this one time, like, this guy was, like, disrespecting like us. Mm-hmm. And my dad was, like, gonna beat the shit out of him. Like, absolutely beat the shit out of him. And to him... Even though we don't want him to fight because it's going to lead to like going to jail, blah, blah, blah. To him, he's like, this is something that I, that's kept me alive all these years. I've had to fight all these years. So to me, all I want is for you to support me. And at first I was like, oh, but it started clicking with me because it's like, if we keep trying to adapt to certain perfect models of people, there is no perfect model. Like there's some things that we may be flawed on, but it's because of good intention that it makes who we are. And to my dad, it's like, no one ever crosses me. And all I want is everyone that loves me to support me in not being disrespected. So I will mm. fight for you till I die. But I don't want to fight that person that's disrespecting me. And all of a sudden, you're telling me, don't do it. Mm. Because now it's like, who am I fighting for? Yeah. Like, you're telling me no, which is disrespecting my what I want to do. But all I did was, he disrespected you. for you. And yeah. I will kill him right now because I've never want you to feel that way. But to me, it's like, Dad, you can go to jail. Like you're doing all these bad things like blah, blah, this, that. He's like, no, like the, the whole root of it is me protecting you. Mm-hmm. And now you're not supporting me. So now who do I have? What is family at that point? Yeah. And like, that was one of those things where it's just like, it was a moment of like, sometimes our flaws, you have to really think about it, but not every flaw is bad. Yeah. It's sometimes the reasoning just behind the flaw, values yeah. that you live upon that make you, you. If it's not saying it's perfect, but if you if that's who you are and yeah. you believe it, then that's just something you have to communicate to people.
5: Yeah, because obviously the intention to, like, do harm is yeah. not there. The intention is to stand up for you yeah. because that's what's right. Yeah, and the means of doing that obviously might not justify the ends, like in some situations. Yeah. So, of course, that's where you get into trouble. But in that sense, you're kind of just I don't know. I see it as you're reacting out of passion to defend this person because you're yeah what but like how could you do this to them yeah right so
0: all right guys i think that we've had a lot of really great conversations today thank you so much for joining me for this interracial podcast and you'll catch us next time for curls and coffee